best friend. When I want to get into my sad girl mood, like, I don't want pots and pans. And a happy new year. Happy freaking new year. Happy 2021. 2021 is here. And it has proved to be nothing better. No, I would say it's pretty much on par. Par for the course. Here. 2020. Yeah, we got some yeah. insurrection at the Capitol. Yeah, um, we are... Yeah. Anyways, but you know, that's not the point of our episode today. <laughs> the point of our episode today is to bring some joy. Some happy, joy. Happy joy. Happiness. Yeah. So how was everyone's new year? You can't respond to us. <laughs> we hope it was good. Um, yeah. Let us know what you did. My New Year's Eve involved a lot of meat and cheese. Same. And we crackers. Yes. Yeah, we got dressed up. We were going to have hot girl New Year's. Hot girl New Year's Eve. And we (laughs) got dressed up for about an hour. And then we're like, uh, oh, (laughs) we're good. (laughs) And we're like, back to pajamas. Yeah. Yeah, We put those stretchy pants on. Yeah, we did. And then we watched the movie New Year's Eve. Which is so good. Classic film. Love that movie. Except for the scene where me and Michelle sings in the elevator. I can't. I, I just can't, think I can't do it. That entire movie could have happened without Leah Michelle. I think it could have just been Ashton Kutcher stuck in an elevator <laughs> alone and it would that have, been have been more been okay. entertaining. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's a hot take, but <laughs> <laughs> it's my truth. I have to speak it. Fair enough. Um I'm fair enough. Uh yeah, so New Year's. Tell me about give me some give me some deets, Natalie. What's your twenty twenty one looking like? Okay, so I had a couple New Year's resolutions, actually. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of them was to not spend so much money on Starbucks. How's that and going? Then I was going to do a year without McDonald's. How's that going? <laughs> well, on January 1st, yep. I went to McDonald's <laughs> for breakfast, and then we went to get Starbucks coffee. <laughs> so at, at that point, I was like, there's just... Um, I don't know. Life is just too short. Exactly. So, whatever. I, yeah. I was there. I did suggest the McDonald's. I will <laughs> yeah. say that was my idea. I don't know. I just think life's too short to do a year without McDonald's. Exactly. It's a whole... I, no. Yeah. No. So, um, what about you, Jen? Uh, same. We were together on New Year's. Honestly, uh, my whole New Year's weekend, I had four days off work, and it's very relaxing. Have I made any resolutions? No. Am I going to? No. I've tried before. I've always been like, oh, new year, new me. Let's do both. No, it never happens. Never. Ha- People don't fool yourself. Maybe this is cynical. But like. I don't think it's cynical. I just think it's realistic. I think it would be cynical like um, this one person I knew who just like crapped all over people's resolutions. Yeah, I think if you make resolutions, that's, that's great good. But I, I that's also awesome. am a firm believer that like true change in your life won't happen on January 1st, on January 1st or because you wrote it in a in a journal i don't know that's that's not what i mean that is what i mean but like i don't know i feel like and i love and so part of me loves the optimism and the positivity of making Mm -hmm. resolutions but i also at this point in my life for my own personal journey it's just not a realistic expectation for myself and if that's the expectation you have for your like i truly believe if you actually believe you can make a resolution and stick to it i i bow to you because i cannot (laughs) (laughs) we did actually we made one kind of resolution this year we did. We're doing No Boys 2021. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
I don't know if that's much of a resolution as it is to a pact or as it is for our own mental health. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna thrive. Unless the Lord brings a surprise. Which I'm yeah. Which you know, I feel like we both thought he did last year. <laughs> and let me tell you, it was a surprise, just not in the way either of us were expecting. Oh, oh that's so funny. Anyways. Any other resolutions coming into the new year? I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean for that to sound cynical or mean, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Just, I'm barely getting through the day some days. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess a lot of people, I've received a lot of inquiries. Inquiries? Yeah, I think so. Requests? Yeah. About doing an Evermoreful album review. Yes. So here we are. Here we are. And that's what this episode is. Yeah. Um, before we jump in, though, I do want to do our question of the day. We're going to skip our Taylor Swift deep dive because this whole episode is a Taylor Swift deep dive. Yes. Uh, I will give the question of the day today. It's kind of a hard hitter, actually. Ooh. Why have apocalyptic games, movies, shows, and books become so popular in the past few years? What What does it say about our culture and society? That is a... That's a lot. Yeah. Um... My take on it is it's like simultaneously an escape, but also people see that, read that, watch that, and they can connect with it Mm -hmm. in a weird way. Yeah. Even like the stuff that happened like this past week. I know. Like very Hunger Games. Yeah. Except the capital is in this case trying to do something good and the people that stormed it are not they're trying you know yeah i guess i shouldn't have made that analogy because i have never read the hunger book games but (laughs) (laughs) i just saw it on tiktok um but i i think a couple things about this first of all i think we should have known i think those authors were releasing those books trying to send us a message we didn't listen we didn't listen suzanne collins said listen and we didn't next time suzanne i'm really sorry but we will also, second thing is, I wonder if the parallels being drawn, if the books weren't written, would we be drawing those parallels? Or because we mm. have the material already, mm-hmm. do we then, is it then like that idea of you don't know what it isn't until, it, that doesn't make sense. You don't know what it is. And I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm trying to form the words. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, we wouldn't know that's what we're referencing if it never existed. Right. But I also think apocalyptic literature has existed for years. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking like, is like 1984. Exactly. The Giver. The, lots of old stuff. Like, I don't think it's a new thing. And I just wonder if because, well, I think also technology is a huge thing because mm-hmm. we can get information so much quicker. Like, we can learn of 10 global events in a day just by opening Twitter, whereas like 30 years ago you couldn't like you had to watch on the news or you had to wait until you got a newspaper and like even then information was delayed whereas we have it so readily available and I wonder um if that's kind of the same with like these this genre of literature where it all just became so much more readily available and we saw it more present in our world because we just have so much more information coming at us at all times that's all very true I just never really got into that literature I mean like I read the first Hunger Games and then I kind of yeah, I'm just more of a, a, a rom-com girl. Yeah. What, what kind of books have you read, Jen? I've read all those. I was a huge apocalyptic reader. What's the word? There's a word. Dystopian. Dystopian. That's it. Dystopian. I have, I'm looking at my bookshelf now, and there's there's some. I also, But I also read a lot of, and I do read a lot of like fantasy books. 
Like the Throne of Glass book, yeah. the dystopian? No, those are um, like fantasy. Oh. Young adult fantasy. I knew that. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts, thoughts on... Opinions. Dystopian literature through the years. Please drop us a line. Doesn't that Stephen King guy write apocalyptic literature? Yeah, he writes a lot of kind of scary stuff. He's a wacko dude. I worked at a bookstore for like three months and I just... Not your really weird stuff he writes. Not your genre. That's a no for me. <laughs> now that's why you shouldn't let a white man write. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and with that, I think we're going to pour ourselves some tea and then get into Evermore. Pull the tea. Evermore. And we're back. And she just released the deluxe version, so we're even going over that. Yeah. Which I love, I love it so much. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, should we start with track one? Yeah, let's introduce track one. You want to go one after the other? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Willow. I. It's probably one of my favorite singles of hers. It's so. It, it's so whimsical. It's so fun. I know. It's just like. Ooh. Yeah, it's just. It's very. And I love the the music video too. Yeah. The. I. 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 I, I the dancing witches around the fire. I kind of vibed. I kind, I'm not going to lie. I kind of vibed with it. I don't know. I just it. was like, you know what? I kind of feel it. I don't. I'm no, Full disclaimer, I do not practice witchcraft. Never will practice witchcraft. But just the idea of getting dressed up with your gals and dancing around a big bonfire. I could do that. <laughs> Maybe it's like one of those you have to be there moments. Other than that, the music video is beautiful. Yeah. Although. Like, yeah. And the. The main guy, the yeah, the, oh. uh, yeah. What are some standout lyrics for you? Oh, oh, oh. Um, the bridge. Uh, yeah. Show me the places where the others gave you scars. Oh, let me pull out the lyrics here. My visuals only. Lost in your current, like a priceless wine. That was a good one. Anyways, the whole thing is just good. And I come back stronger than a nineties trend, trend, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So like, just so beautiful, like. I know. I know. A good, a really, I would say a strong, strong opener. Yeah, just lyrically and just. And vibe-wise, and it makes you, it makes me want to dance around my kitchen, and I can't. And I, I, do. I have. Yeah. I do. yeah. Second one, a hard hitter. Arguably, I think the one that may have been, may have gained the most notoriety from this album. None other than Champagne Problems. Ugh. Yeah. It's so good. I actually, like, I know this song forwards and backwards already. Yeah. Like, I don't know them all forwards and backwards yet, but this one I do. Have you um, had any personal experience with this subject matter? Yeah. So, actually, a couple years ago, um, <laughs> my boyfriend proposed and you rejected propo- it? Yeah. I actually did personally reject a proposal because of my mental instability. instability. Wow. Yeah. So, no, I'm just kidding. That's a complete joke. But, <laughs> I love this song. It's so good. I know. That bridge. The bridge. This is a bridge that I listen to full volume in my headphones or in my car. Yeah. And then the name, Champagne Problem. Champ. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know this was a saying before I didn't either. And it's just so, so evocative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Standout lyrics for you, Jen? I mean, I have to say it. I'm not going to swear. I'll edit that out. What a shame she's... Messed in the head. head. But we know what the word messed is. But I'm not going to say that word on this podcast yet. Yeah, I, I feel that the 
Because I feel like even if he didn't, like, reject a proposal, like, he broke up with somebody and then well, you can just imagine people saying, oh, she would have made such a lovely, lovely bride. bride. Exactly. What a well, shame and it's that whole thing where it's like when you get broken up with and everyone's like, they're just messed up. They're so blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, we so often, when we're hurting, make the other person the villain, mm-hmm. which she talks about in another song, too. Mm-hmm. That whole idea where it's like you can't heal by making someone a villain. It's brilliant yeah. brilliantly and done i like the idea of her like say like telling him that he'll find someone else and it's like she'll she'll treat you better than i did yeah i think that's it's like a better angle at it than like treating them like the villain like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know that hits home yeah it does yeah uh bring us home with num- bring us home bring us to number three. Ooh, gold rush Okay, I'm having a moment with this song right now. It Oh, I love it so much. I love it so much. Um, my friend, so I was in a uh, inductive Bible study last year, which is a class I took. And God, what's it called? A kaizen? A kai- I don't know. There's this word for it. But she, she texted me and she's like, gold rush is a, kais- a kaiasm. A kaiasm. Because it starts with the gleaming, twinkling, and then it ends with, gleaming twinkling i'm like whoa anyway so bible school knowledge using it for interpreting taylor swift songs wow. yeah the lyric um the dinner parties will call you out on your contrarian shit mm-hmm. i love it it's just like i'm like oh yeah it's so good like you can just see that kind of relationship yeah also i would like to quote natalie really quickly on this song <laughs> what this song reminded her if you want to know you can feel free to message me on instagram (laughs) that's what i thought you were trying to say (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, gosh anyways i'm having a moment with this song it's so fun so cute so flirty i love it's almost like rapping during the verses (laughs) because it goes so fast it's like uh, i am lecrae yeah yeah is that a rapper LaCroix. La- <laughs> LaCroix. <laughs> yeah, LaCroix, the, the rapper. No. Oh my gosh. Um, do you have any standout lyrics? That one. Uh, at dinner parties, I'll call you out on your contrarian shit. Um, okay. That's my favorite. I love that. Of the song. Um, I'm going to bring us to number f- What about, oh, sorry. What about you? Standout lyrics. I, I just like all of it. Yeah. I just like the verses, how it's all like, do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, just fast. Anyway. Um, I'm going to bring us to number four, which... Owen, oh. Transition music. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I got the lyrics here. Number four. I'm getting serious because I... When I say this song erased me from my grave, I do not exaggerate. You had an out-of-body experience. I did. I was laying in my bed late one, two, one thirty in the morning in that range. <laughs> Headphones in, listening to this album. This song comes on. I rose. I rose from my bed. Mm-hmm. Alone in the dark. <laughs> Tis the damn season. <laughs> it's so good. It's my favorite song. I don't know if it's my... It's not my favorite song. It's one of my favorite songs on the album. Mm-hmm. It just... I have never related to a song which says... Which such vivid specificity. Such a good word. Like, 
little about my past. <laughs> Home for the weekend. Um, yeah, this whole song is, you know, when you're from a small town and there's maybe someone in that small town who you have a history with. And, like, maybe you happen to be in that small town at the same time, which doesn't happen very often. There's a lot of tension. And this song just really encapsulates that. I can't relate because I didn't didn't date in high school. Um, Technically, this person is not someone I dated. Oh, but, like, had a thing. Yeah. Yeah. There was emotions. Lots of emotion. There was 15 people in my grad class. Um, That's not a lot of Half of them were pregnant and, like... (laughs) <laughs> there was like not a lot of options yeah, don't so either. yeah <laughs> this song is i love it 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 and I, I love the the beginning of the is that a guitar um, you know that one so mm, so good it's like when those first couple chords hit like the serotonin just rushes through my yeah. body i'm just gonna pull up the lyrics here get this right Tis, a, tis the season to be jolly? No. La, 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 la. Messy. I just, the whole thing. Mm. Messy um, as the mud on your truck's tires. What? Does he have a truck? He did. I don't know if he still does. In high school. He did. Dang. <laughs> it's just very specific to my life. I love it a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, it's always bridge. Yeah. Uh, um, the lyric, and the road not taken looks real good now. Mm, come on now. And it always leads, the road not taken, I just need to leave it there. Like, it's just, what else can I say? Mm, so what good. What else can I say? So good. Mm, just uh, so good. Life, living, laughing, loving. I was having a real moment with this song. <laughs> and one of my toxic traits is, like, forcing a Taylor Swift song to resonate with me. <laughs> Even though it doesn't. Doesn't. And my, my sister Bethany was, like, so annoyed with me in this song at that point. She was like, you wrecked this song for me. Because I would just play it and play it and just pretend I had a lover in my hometown. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. This is a song where, like, two days after the album, one day, it was, like, the day after this album released, Natalie and I are driving in the car and the song comes on and I knew every word. Yeah, I was like, do you know the words already? Yes. I was very impressed. Okay. Uh, uh, so track five. The infamous track five. Mm, tolerate it. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> it's just so sad. I know. Like, I feel really seen in this song. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not really uplifting. No. But the bridge. I love the bridge. Oh, the part... Um. I break free and leave us in ruins. Took like, this dagger on. in me and removed it. Gave the weight of you, then lose it. Believe me, I could do it. Mm. Oh, it's so good. I Okay, so somebody on TikTok has been putting, like, Taylor Swift songs to infamous couples or whatever. And somebody put this song to <laughs> scenes from The Crown Season 4 with Princess oh, Diana yeah. and Prince Charles. And that's, all, that's, that's, like, all I think about when I listen. Well, because I have personal trauma. Is, <laughs> is it's what, Princess Diana. Yeah. And it just, it checks out, like, in every aspect. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Taylor Swift wrote this about Princess Diana and Prince Charles, because, like, he was just awful to her. I just, I really don't she like She deserves her. so much. Oh, my gosh. You know what? If, um, oh, my gosh, what's her name? 
uh, uh, mm, Meghan Markle. Her and Meghan Markle would be tight. They'd be BFFs. So tight. They would overthrow the monarchy. Mm-hmm. They'd be unstoppable. They would be the monarchy. Tolerated. Yeah, I think the bridge is my favorite. Yeah. And then we take a woo swing around to nobody, no Ew. crime. Such a weird segue. I'm here for it, though. I, I love this song. This song is everything. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I, when I first listened to it, I was like a little like, hmm. But after I listened to it more, I'm like. It really throws you. I'm like, I'm committing murder has never, never sounded so good. Yeah. Now I want to go to Olive Garden. I, uh, I listened to this song with my dad. And at the end, he's like, hey, that was really good. And then he's like, at the end, you still don't really know who did it. (laughs) It CSI who? (laughs) Criminal Minds who? Law and Order? SVU? No. (laughs) Taylor Swift. Um, Yeah. And then we really, like, switch gears here. Track seven. Uh, happiness this is my favorite track on the album (sighs) this is that's a lot um yeah let's unpack that a bit jen i have a lot of thoughts about this song so i previously held the notion that peace was her best piece of songwriting lyrically thematically conceptually musically i was like all the leaves it just covers all the bases i think she did something flawless there that I can only hope to do as a songwriter. And then I hear this song. And I, 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 I posted about this on my Instagram. But I think this is her best, her best piece of writing. Mic drop. It's honest. It's poetic. So poetic. She encapsulates that feeling of leaving a relationship. And you're heartbroken. And I think it's like you're out of it a little bit. And you're not. It doesn't even have to be a relationship. It can be a situation or a person that's not a romantic relationship. When you know there is happiness coming and you're in that weird transition where it's like your heart's not necessarily freshly broken anymore. Mm -hmm. You're out of the pain, but you're not through the stage or to the stage yet of like, okay, I will be okay. I am okay. I can put this behind me. It's when you're in that weird limbo where you're like, at any moment I could either go back or go forward and you know going back is not the option and you're kind of stuck with like this life and this person that you don't know and you have to figure out what to do with it and have to come to terms with that. And she said like in the lyrics, there's happiness after you and there's happiness because of you. And the honey, when I'm above the trees, I see this for what it is those lyrics or it's um oh, what's that lyric and in the disbelief i can't face reinvention oh, so good like i just it encap it, it that feeling that she evokes in this song it's so specific and yet so universal mm-hmm. when i released my album that was a huge theme on it where it's like when you're in that transition and you're like i don't know this person i've become I don't know the person I'm going to become and this person I thought I knew both myself and the person I was in a relationship with I have to pretend I don't know mm-hmm. and it's like where do you go from there and that's what this song encapsulates and that's my TED talk that I I agree wholeheartedly I think Thank you said you. that so beautifully and I as a songwriter I wish to write a masterpiece like this someday I think you have have I yes thank you maybe you just don't know yet maybe yeah, I think this is definitely top three for me. Next one is Dorothea. 
I love this song. It's very yeah. happy to me. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I love the another parallel here between Dorothea and the girl from Tis the Damn Season. So good. Um, I saw a lot of people like saying that the song was about Selena Gomez. So that's like all I envision when I hear this song now. I don't get it. I never read into that conspiracy theory because oh. I didn't like her. It, people are very like deeply invested. Um, I'm not invested I love this song. That. It's a good one. It's so cute. Yeah, it's just like one of those cute songs. That apparently, this was the first album she wrote for this song. Oh, dyslexia. <laughs> Hello. This first song she wrote for this album. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. It just, I feel like it very much evokes, I keep saying that word. It's my word of the day, evoke, evocation. Um, Good one. Thanks. It evokes the feeling of this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could definitely see her doing like a remix of this song with the Lumineers. So not a re- yes. remix, but like if she re-recorded it with them. Yeah, I just, so good, so good. I want to collab with her and the Lumineers. It needs to happen. Um, after Dorothea, we take another detour over to Coney Island with the National. Yeah. The way that I mistreated this song when this album first came out. You didn't. I did. No. I wrote it off. And it's in my top now. It's so good. Like makes me like cry i love it so much tell me more let's unpack that unpack it more why does it make you cry it's tell just me. it's so sad but so real and i think about these two people in this song i'm just like that's just the saddest thing like i've ever heard it's just sad what about you it is sad do you have any standout lyrics i'm gonna pull them up here um i'm gonna pull them up too okay my favorite lyrics the question pounds my head what's a lifetime of achievement i just like i feel that that really hits for a lot of people like if you have a lifetime of achievement but you don't have your lover like you know what's it all mean or somebody to share it with yeah yeah i've never read these lyrics i've listened to this song so let me just some standouts if i pushed you to the edge but you were too polite to leave me do you miss the rogue who coaxed you into paradise and left you there so good will you forgive my soul when you're too old to too wise to trust me and too old to care like who writes that and then just continues living i'm gonna cry like it's so good the opening the opening lyric break my soul in two looking for you but you're right there what i i can't I can't. Like, I d- yeah. Wow. It's I've never beautiful. actually looked at those lyrics. For- ah. I, I love it. Wow. And the chorus, the over and over, lost the end to my surprises. Over and over. Like, I, yeah, it's definitely top, top tier for me. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Coney Island, for mistreating you the way I did when this song first came out. I'm sorry. It also reminds me of the musical Carousel, perhaps because Carousel takes place at a fair, not on Coney Island. But just, like, the vibe of the people on Carousel. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I feel that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you seen Carousel? Oh. <laughs> Never mind. I thought you were talking about a Carousel. I mean, the- yes, Carousel. <laughs> But I mean the musical carousel. Because, like, the lyric video is, like, a broken Ferris wheel. So, like, I very much so picture this, like, taking place at, like, a, a, an old fair. <laughs> Never mind. It's okay. Oh, that's oh, funny. Oh, gosh. That's good. Okay, this one I also, the next one. Another song about an affair. Taylor, where are you going with this? Ivy. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. I don't know if it's about an affair. Okay. So I saw this theory. 
Um, and it makes sense. Let's just pull up the lyrics here. Okay, so this is a theory, which it just makes sense to me because of the lyrics. Okay. Um, this is not, this is by Frank Ocean, not Taylor Swift. <laughs> Wait, just one second. <laughs> I guess Frank Ocean has a song called I, I Need think you. he does, yeah. Oh, my glasses keep hitting my mic. I wish. Mom. Okay. So, and the old widow goes to the stone every day, but I don't. I just sit here and wait, grieving for the living. So, this is what I think. This is my theory. Is that I think this song is about a wife who lost her husband. Like, she's oh. a widow. And now she's moving on, but she feels guilty about it. Which just oh. unlocks a whole new... No! Yeah, I know. That's so sad. Know. Like, my pain fits in the palm in your freezing hand. Like, it just makes sense. I don't know. Uh, I love this song. And though. how Ivy grew. Let me pull up these lyrics. Give me a second. <laughs> I'm I'm investigating. This makes it makes so much. I'm already reading. Okay. How's one to know? I'd meet you where the spirit meets the bones. Okay, dead. Literally. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, I'm still reading. Still reading. My house of stone. Your ivy grows, and now I'm covered. The house of stone is the tomb. Mm. Is the grave. Come on and now. And ivy grows over the tomb, over the stone. Like it checks what? out. No, I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting. Okay, yeah. I really vibe with that. Okay, yeah. what's our next one? Cowboy Like Me. How do we feel about this one? This is another one that I heavily mistreated when this, this album first came out. And I think... I don't know. What about you? Where do you stand on it? I'm still heavily mistreating it. I'm not going to lie. I think I haven't taken the time to get to know it. It's... I feel like um, It's... Yeah, it's growing on me. I like it's a great song. I just think like lyrically it's beautiful. It is. It's just like a little slow for me. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there could like the lyrics are beautiful, but the the melody doesn't quite hit the way some others do. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. But I love the lyrics. Let me pull up the lyrics actually. I'm gonna take a little read of these. Okay, I love this lyric. Now you hang from my lips like the gardens of Babylon with your boots beneath my bed. Forever is the sweetest con. Oh. Like, that's that's good. I actually saw somebody get that tattoo. This forever is the sweetest con. Oh. Yeah. I love that. It's really beautiful. You're a bandit like me. Eyes full of stars, hustling for the good life. Never thought I'd meet you here. It could be love. We could be the way forward. And you know I'll pay for it. <sighs> this makes me want to go to a bar in the Old West and... Oh, no, this one. Dance. You're You're <laughs> a cowboy like me, perched in the dark, telling all the rich folks everything they want to hear. Like, it could be love. I could be the way forward, only if they pay for it. Oh. I need to take some more time with this song. I apologize, Taylor. <laughs> There's some, like, hardcore cowboy like me stands on TikTok. Like, I don't doubt it. If, they, if you slander it, they'll, like, come I'm for sorry. You. No, please don't come <laughs> for me. I grew up in a small town. I know cowboys personally. <laughs> I know them. They, I love... I respect them. It's like this guy from Alberta who <laughs> wear freaking cowboy hats and cowboy boots, and I never will understand. But like at the same time, it makes so much sense. Yeah, I'm like you are in the frozen food aisle of Safeway. <laughs> why you got your buckle? Accent. Why you got your hat? Why you got your spurs? I don't know. I don't you got really your chaps. Anything different from Alberta? You're not on. I I mean. I, you do you, I guess. But I also think maybe save that for the farm. Save it for the farm. You know, the oil rigs. Save, save it for the oil. Save it for the horses. Uh. The cows. But the frozen food aisle, my own eyes, not. Please. Kills me. 
Long story short, a bop, a dance. So good. I'm like, this feels like it should be on, like, Lover. I was thinking Red. Okay. Oh. No, no, no. 1989. No, not this one. Which one did you think should be on Red? Um, a different one. I think this one gave me rep vibes, but, like, just lyrically. Okay. Not, like, production-wise. This one gave me, like, 1989 slash, like I said, Lover vibes. Okay. Like, I forgot that you existed kind of vibes oh, with yeah, this yeah, one, you know? Sure. Yeah, it's a bop. I really like it. What else can I say? Uh, the, the, I don't know if this is a post course or a bridge, but the, the past me, I want to tell you not to get lost in these petty things. Your nemeses will defeat themselves before you get the chance to swing. Like, come on. I know. I just see so much growth in her right here. I know. Like, I'm so proud of her. Also, I'd like to like, if I could ask her something, I'd be like, do you regret the reputation era? Like, because oh. like she got so caught up in those things. Like, I wonder. But, but at I the same time, like that was the best. That was like the largest sold out tour ever. And history. I still think if she didn't go through that error, er, error, no era, there never she like that's how she grew and learned and True. could come to this place. And that tour was just oh. so good. So I'm sorry if I sound really angry or like really aggressive about these songs. I just am really passionate. <laughs> uh, funny. That was a great song though. I love yeah. this one. Marjorie. I love this song. I two days ago drove around. And listen to this, and I c- cried. As you should. I don't think, if somebody doesn't cry while listening to this song, I would probably tell them to go to therapy. I know. <laughs> the fact that her grandma's actually singing in this it's one so with her. beautiful. I can't. Me and my sister were talking about this the other day when we first heard this song, like, and we got to know, like, the lyrics, and we found out that it was about her grandma. And it's just so sad because, like, we can't see our grandma right now because of COVID, and we just want to go mm-hmm. hang out with her and ask her so many questions and, like, just hear about her life and like we can't <laughs> i know it sucks i think this is my favorite bridge on the album favorite what bridge on the album oh okay the autumn chill that wakes me up you loved the amber sky so much long limbs and frozen swims you'd always go past where our feet could touch and i complained the whole way there the car ride back and up the stairs i should have asked you questions i should have asked you how sorry a little burps in there I should have asked you how to be, asked you to write it down for me. should have kept every grocery store receipt, every scrap of you would be taken from me. Watched as you signed your name, Marjorie, at all your, this is my favorite part. I'm going to get it right. Watched as you signed your name, Marjorie, all your closets of backlog dreams and how you left them all to me. Like, come on. Also, like, it makes so much sense that her grandma was an opera singer. I know. Like, she had to find that talent from somewhere. I know. And like I, did you see in the wildest dreams music video? Somebody pointed this out that in the chair she's sitting in it says Marjorie Thin. Yes, and she looks like her grandma. And literally, her mind. Amazing. Did, did you see back to Willow that apparently in the mean music video there's it says a sign Willow? Willow. I know. I don't think. I don't. Do you think it was on purpose? I know. Who? I don't think she she couldn't have planned that that far in advance. That would be intense. I think maybe she's. I think if anything, it was the opposite. She got inspiration from that. Like, I wouldn't be because surprised if she had that prop from that music video, like, in her house. Yeah. And was like, oh, Willow, yeah. that's... Because sometimes that happens for me. I, like, see a word, and I'm like, oh, that word's cool, and it inspires a song. Yeah. And, just like, she's wearing a braid in that music video, I'm just saying. In the mean music video. And the vibes kind of... It was very similar. She probably struck inspiration. From herself. But, yeah. I love power this. Move. This song is great. Then we have Closure go ahead with this one first i i was obsessed with this song at first like it was top tier for me at first 
Um, and I still love it. I just hate the beginning. I hate the pots and pans. <laughs> like, what? Jank Antonoff and Aaron Dessner, what were you thinking? This song is so good. Yeah. And then they just are like, they get the whole band from Tarzan in there. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and I don't think it works. I, and, like, the piano's nice. And, like, like it's a sad song. And, like, when I want to get into my sad girl mood, like, I don't want pots and pans in there. Like, it just doesn't fit. <laughs> Dang dead. Like, I don't know. I still love, like, lyrically, it's a great song. Yeah, lyrically, it's great. I just wish there was a version without. Maybe, sh- maybe she'll do that for us. Maybe. She took the the when she put me on the album she took, she the took that part out yeah because we know the part where it's so maybe she will yeah i, j- I mean i know. get it like it gives you an unsettled unclosed feeling like i get yeah, the vibe totally. she's going for i just <sighs> it distracts okay i know i'm just a wrinkle in your new life staying friends with iron at so nice guilty guilty reaching out across the sea that you put between you and me but it's fake and it's oh so unnecessary like I know. Okay, Taylor. <laughs> okay, girl. So good. What about you? Do you have any standout lyrics? Yeah, I think those are the same ones. Yeah. I think we can all relate to that in some aspect. Staying friends would iron it out so nice. Yeah, <laughs> no. No, no, no. Never be tricked. Yeah. Never be. Never think that's the truth, everybody. Never the truth. Never the truth. Never the answer. Never the answer. Never the answer. Half the deck. Anyways. <laughs> Let's move on. What's the next song we're going to talk about? It's the closing track, other than the bonus tracks. Evermore. I love this song. I love it. Okay, Evermore Exile. If you had to pick right now. Don't even think about it. Evermore. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) It's just the fairy tale, like, vibes. Oh, it's so good. Um, And the piano, I love it. Do you have a favorite lyric? I think mine is just like at the very end when it's when she says this pain wouldn't be forevermore. I'm like, yes. Mm. Yes. That's what we all need. Yes. Yeah. I just love the and I was catching my breath barefoot in the wildest winter catching my death. Like that's just so, so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Like I can just see it and feel it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely a, a mic drop to end the album. That's for sure. Yeah. And that's what we thought it was. And then, and then she just dropped these two beautiful songs. What day is it? It's two days ago. Eight, seven. Yeah, that's two days yeah. ago. Ugh. I know. You, when I, I called you, this like, or you called me, we talked the day this came out. And uh, right where you left me is really like debut vibes. Yes. And I'm obsessed and I love it. And honestly, top tier for me throughout the entire album. I love it so much. Like, I kind of wish it was on like the regular album instead of like maybe like closure. (gasps) I I don't know. Okay. What about you? Thoughts? (laughs) I love it. I love it too. I honestly haven't had a lot of chance in the past couple of days to listen to them because I've been preoccupied with some other musical endeavors um these are some solid bonus tracks um i i guess maybe because it's um because i'm 23 i love the song so much so i finally have a song throughout the you know next six months okay you want to hear the lyrics i'm just like oh yes go for it go for it 
Um, did you ever hear about that girl who got frozen? Time went on for everybody else. She won't know it. She's still 23 inside her fantasy, how it was supposed to be. Did you hear about that girl who lives in delusion? Breakups happen every day. You don't have to lose it. She's still 23 inside her fantasy, and you're sitting in front of me. Oh. <sighs> so good. Also, bless bless her heart for giving us another Taylor Swift age song. Like, it's about, about time. I thought I was 22 was going to be the end for me. Yeah, now we need 24, 25, 26, 27. 30? Oh, wait, we have 25. We do? Uh, Dancing with our hands tied. Did she rank us 25 in her song? Yeah. Um, it's slipping my mind right now. Thank you, guys. Oh. 20, 20, something like that. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> it's exciting. That is exciting. So, like, this is my song. This is my happiness. For Love like, it. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to go. I ha- I've been neglecting the song. Like I said, I haven't really been able to. It's been only two days. Yeah. But it's good. From what I've listened to, I'm like, it's good. girl, get out of that bad record deal. Yeah. Get out of that toxic environment. Mm-hmm. Scott Bruschetta, this is your tape. Yeah. Scott Bruschetta, Scooter Braun. It's literally X, the worst. Get away. It's the worst. Yeah. I haven't really given it much, a lot of love either. No. But like the part where she's like 15 years, 15 million tears, I gave him my all. He gave me nothing at all. And then he wondered why I left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we know. Like, Taylor, we know. On. I we feel know, so girl. bad for her. Oh, anyways. Yeah. So I think maybe this is the last time we're going to hear about it. I hope. Yeah. Not I hope so. And that like I'm like, oh, I'm tired of it. Yeah. But I'm also like, I feel like we need to move on. Yep. So I think that this was her track to like wrap it yep. up. So I think that completes our track to track list of some overall album vibes. Tell me what your thoughts were. Some uh, you were talking about it in the car the other day. The difference between the folklore experience to the Evermore experience. Oh yes. Well, folklore. I just recently recently gone through a breakup. So, like that was my breakup album, and so like it's just Same. so sad. And I love folklore, but. Like, when I listen to it, I can't help but have those feelings attached to it. There's a lot of pain attached to this. Yeah, a lot of of pain. A lot of pain. But, like, this one is, like, I'm better now, so, like, I can enjoy the songs even maybe a little bit more. And there's a levity to this album. What does that mean? Like, it's it's (laughs) light. (laughs) It's lighter. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not so, like. Like, it's heartbreaking, but it's different. Like, folklore, I will lie on my bedroom floor and just cry and listen to it but like this one like you can't just stay on your bedroom floor you have to get up and dance every second track and you have to put on a cowboy hat yeah you can't be sad when you're wearing a cowboy hat yeah um yeah so do you have any thoughts yeah my take was that for me folklore is the younger sister mm-hmm. it is the high school sister who because high school heartbreak is like so intense like literally you think you're never going to be okay again in your life like, everything is so intense in high school. Not that it's not when you're older, but, like... Can't relate, but yeah. But I just mean, in high school in general, everything's uh, yeah. intense. True. Your threshold for pain and your threshold for experience. Like everything's no the end of the exper- world. Exactly, because yeah. you have no experience, no frame of reference. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, us sitting here at 22 and 23 still don't have a lot. <laughs> not going to lie to anybody. And so that, for me, folklore, especially with the trilogy and folklore of August and Betty and Cardigan, really speaks to, like teenage heartbreak and teenage love mm-hmm. um whereas to me evermore is like just like it's the older sister it's the one who's in university and who like the heartbreak is i think deeper yeah. and it, it it hits differently but it's a little bit more hopeful and it's a little bit more 
that's just the way life is and you can't be stuck on it you have to move through it mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. was really good <laughs> i agree thanks this is, i yeah. love this kind of stuff yeah i love songwriting and crafting albums so yeah oh yeah if you haven't listened to this album go friggin listen to it friggin go listen to it like stop hating just go listen to it Go to go listen the small sound listen to love it and listen. Yeah. Do you think Woodvale is gonna be the third album? I don't think so. Do you think there's gonna be a third album? I don't know. I don't wanna make a fool of myself and make I a definitive answer. Oh, little little Cause like I'll just be proved wrong either way. So like I wouldn't put a password to release a f- another one. I just feel like there's so much left unsaid. I know, but I don't know if it's Woodvale. Yeah, I don't know. Like, something about that doesn't sit. I just feel like it's too predictable for her. Yeah, yeah. like, she's, like, she's playing a long game. Yeah. Also, apparently there's a conspiracy theory conspiracy theory that her and Harry Styles committed vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, so. If you know anything she about just, that, I guess call the FBI. Yeah, she mentioned so much about cars and love. I don't know. Oh, I just farted. <laughs> gonna go <laughs> stay humble <laughs> stay hydrated uh, blessings upon you guys <laughs> <laughs> oh 